Yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Stale Popcorn. Uh, it's weird to say this on the second episode, but we're doing things a little different this week. Already. Already. Um, we are talking MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, Aaliyah S. King. Hi, how are Hi, you? Hi, how are you? Good. Um, you watched basically all the movies in about six weeks, over the last six weeks or a month. How long has it been? Um, it's actually been a little bit longer than six weeks, actually. Because I really was able to make some headway after the whole pandemic thing mm-hmm. really came into being. So I would say more like two months. Well, we've been in the pandemic for two months now. Yeah, I came to I came to the whole plan having seen four or five scatter shot on my own. Okay. And then I got really serious about it during mm-hmm. the pandemic. So yeah. So we'll be talking all things Marvel and the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. and all the wonderful things involved with that. Mm-hmm. Coming up now. So, how did we get to? First of all, even before that, how did you manage to not watch basically all of the MCU prior to Mm -hmm. this? So it goes back to what I talked about in the first episode about my movie going in general, which has been sort of, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. I've never been a big movie goer. I go see the things that pull me into the theater. But if it doesn't pull me in, it's not Waiting Exhale. It's not The Color Purple. It's not Malcolm X. It's not something that's like a do, like everyone's going. Then I'm probably not going to see it. But everybody was going. Um, Not everybody in my circles. Um. So when we look at the years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is when I have young children. Mm-hmm. This is when I have huge projects that I'm working on. Like right. if the Marvel Cinematic Universe started 2019, mm-hmm. I'm at every movie. So how did you, but even in terms of like DVD or Netflix or whatever else, even then it's still kind of missed you. Yeah. I, ne- I never had Netflix. Um, didn't do DVDs for a long time. So by the time I was even into streaming, I was already behind Mm. quite a bit in most of the movies. And once I realized that there was this whole universe and that all these movies sort of interlocked together, I kind of gave up because I didn't want to not know what was happening. So I saw the first Iron Man. I really enjoyed it. And then a couple of years go by and I've I've missed several films that are interlocked. And I just kind of felt like, well, I'm not going to watch it now because, you know, I don't know what's going on. And then Black Panther. And then Black Panther. So when Black Panther came out in 2018, uh, it was a cultural event, mm-hmm. obviously. There was no not going. And I asked my multiple friends times. multiple times uh, in costume. Yes. Um, or rather in cosplay. So I asked a few friends, am I going to be able to follow this? Um, you know, I, don't, I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies. And they're like, yes, this is practically a standalone film. And Except it's... It's not, but <laughs> it was okay. I didn't miss right. anything. Mm-hmm. So I saw Black Panther and I noticed that no one was getting up when the movie was over. And I don't get up when movies are over either. Um, I like to watch the credits and end credits and all that. And I know that sometimes movies will give you a little nugget of something after the end credits. But this was different. This was very different. This was not even a single person getting up. Right. Not even that annoying person who's like, excuse me, excuse me. Although there's always... By Black Panther, and I saw it a couple of times in the theaters, I'm, I was amazed because there's still like two people who will walk yeah, out. Yeah, there were and two. The, and the entire theater was like, what are, what are you doing? Word? Right. It's which, like sacrilege. Which 
maybe they saw it already. Maybe they went to see maybe. it already. Um, opening night, I'm sure nobody was moving a muscle. So I sat there. Um, I was with a friend of mine who also hadn't seen all the MCU movies, and we waited. Oh, the air conditioner. Hey, Google, turn off the AC. Got it. Changing house to off. All right, so go back to... Um, <laughs> All right, go back to you're watching with a friend. So start from there. So I saw Black Panther with a friend of mine who also hadn't seen all the movies. And when that movie ended, no one moved a muscle. Did you know at this point to not? Mm-hmm. I did, just from pop culture and just right. so you asked me why I hadn't seen the movies. That's part of the reason why I hadn't either. Because in the world we live in now, one five-minute look at a Wikipedia page, and you don't right. need to see a movie. And you're blown. So it didn't take much for me to, uh, you know, like I'm a reporter, for God's sake. I write. I'm in the entertainment industry. So if I see that this person just signed a, a contract with Marvel for five movies, I can extrapolate and be like, okay, so I know he's not going to die in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's not diff- It's different. You can't really keep it from folks. So I did know to stay behind. And... This, this person comes out and Shuri, Shuri is taking care of him and the place just went nuts when they saw him. Mm-hmm. He had, there's nothing for me there. I don't right. know what's going on. I Except clearly, this is a random white dude. It's a random white in dude. In the blackest movie ever. In the blackest movie ever and he's being taken care of. Meanwhile, throughout the movie, she's calling white folks colonizers right. and white people are like, ugh, whatever. Um, but this person, she has some type of warmth for him right. and like helping him and like, this is what you need to do. So I was like, that was the first moment that I decided, I want to see these. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to I want to know. I want to be in on, I want to know what happened to make this end credit be so amazing. Right. So my plan was just to watch whatever movie came before it. And that's it. Just watch that movie, which would not have worked. You need a little bit more to make that be as, um, you only need the end of the last movie to get it. But you need the but movie then, before that right, to so, really get it. So at that point, you would understand what happened. I, even then, not necessarily because we're talking about Bucky, obviously, at this mm-hmm. point. And but that's like a, from a couple movies ago at this point. Well, think, but him getting dropped up. off at in Wakanda is the movie right before it. It is. Is that so, Civil War? Um, no, that's I don't um, know. Winter Soldier. Um, I'm gonna pull that up right now because that's something we're gonna need. So one of the things that. I find interesting about um, even talking about the the post credit scenes and stuff like that. Those are the gasp moments. Mm-hmm. You don't have gasp moments within the movie itself, typically, huh. except for I gasped. I say, with the exception of uh, Infinity War and Endgame, there's not surprise, surprise. Right. Um, there's great action. There's all the things that's going on, but it's not like you're shocked. Right. At the thing that happened. I don't know. I had some moments in a few films where I was shocked. Mm. But that may be because I was catching up. Um, no, because the only difference between you and me is that your experience was much more compact than mine. So your experience going from movie to movie mm-hmm. is still, for the most part, parallel to what I'm dealing with watching it over the course of 15 years or whatever it is. So Black Panther followed Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. um, which followed Spider-Man Homecoming. 
which followed Guardians of the Galaxy, which is making me try to, I don't know when, I don't know how we should do this because, um, do we talk about them in order? We just talk about I them. I think we're just talking about the universe in general because it's too many movies for us to necessarily talk about them in order. Right. And like, for example, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll also say this, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the MCU, there's nothing we're going to do here to get you caught up to understand what's happening. No, but there'll be plenty of spoiler alerts. There'll be plenty of spoilers. We're not alerting anybody. Right. If you want to watch it, then don't listen. Right. So I don't remember what movie it was in which Captain America took Bucky to Wakanda. That would be um, Winter Soldier. So if that's the case, then he dropped him off in Wakanda and Winter Soldier in 2014. That movie came out. Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. No, I'm sorry, because it's Civil War. He drops them off in Civil War. Okay, Excuse that me. makes a little more sense. So it's Civil War, and then after that is Because Doc- the, the, the entire time... Wait, was it Civil War? It has to be. It can't be Winter Soldier. That's too far back. Right, because Civil War is when we get Black Panther, and Black Panther comes out because Bucky has Correct. blown up the embassy and everything right. else. So that's Civil War in 2016. After that is Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, two, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Thor: Ragnarok, and then Black Panther. So, we're so it's about like two four or five years. movies. Yeah, and I saw we're that. Talking, actually, it's more like yeah, it's like three to four years almost. No, two to three years. It's two. Yeah. 2016, 2017. Right. So um, that was huge, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to be able to just watch Thor: Ragnarok. And get that. Right. I wasn't going to be able to watch Spider-Man Homecoming or Guardians. I was going to have to go all the way back. So when I realized that, I said, well, whatever. Let's do it. Let's watch them all. So because you watched it in such a condensed period of time, I think you got a better sense of the progression of the quality of the movies. I yes. Think, between effects and costuming and scripts and everything else. Now, I should say it's only fair for me to uh, explain what I didn't see. Um, I did not watch The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me I didn't have to. The Hulk is, yeah. The, the, so I've always felt like the Hulk was squeezed into the MCU. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to do a Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hulk is, generally speaking, a hard character to make a good movie on. Mm-hmm. Because he, you're not getting dialogue from the Hulk himself. Mm-hmm. Um, until the end. Until the end. Until the end of the MCU, really. Of course. Um, and there's so many different versions of how he's portrayed. Sometimes he's 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's eight feet tall mm-hmm. in his level of intelligence. And sometimes he's just a complete rage monster mm-hmm. with no intellect and everything mm-hmm. else. So they kind of sideloaded Hulk into the MCU for me. So from, so to that end. And I guess it doesn't help that it's not it's Ed Norton and it's not. Right. Um, and again, as a standalone movie, it's a good movie. Mm. Um, I don't, it never feels like it belongs in the MCU. Got it. So there's that part. So, you, so I skipped that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the first Thor, mm-hmm. um, which now I kind of wish that I did. And maybe I'll go back. Yeah. Um, and I didn't first... see Captain America, the first Avenger, right. which I realized after watching Endgame that that was probably pretty important. The it, setups it for what happens to Captain America in Endgame, I know are like literally the last scene in Endgame, the very last scene in the runs Marvel Universe to, runs back to what I know is the right. first Avenger. Right. 
But I mean, we did so many flashbacks and back and forths. I mean, like, I got it. There were mm. lots of movies where I'm like, okay, I get it. I know his origin story. So it didn't make the final scene any less more poignant, but I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see uh, Thor or the first Avengers. So there were moments the where, Avengers. because of the couple movies that we didn't do, there were moments that I was like, I, I don't know if she actually gets what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, one that sticks out is Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, the young lady who's helping Captain America mm-hmm. and uh, Bucky and Falcon get what they need, get what they need, and do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Who started off being, she switched up her whoever she was. Right. We thought he she was a neighbor. I think. Right. She starts off as his neighbor, and right. um, and Fury's there, and all the things. Mm-hmm. That's the daughter of the woman he ends up marrying in Endgame. Yes. So you did care. Okay. I know that. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a very weird moment because they start to have a thing happen. I know. And I'm like, wait, this is not okay. <laughs> right. And I want to say this this isn't weird to you, but I don't know how much you get or don't get at certain points. Because I wasn't 100% sure. I was like, so is this, you know, because you got to think about the time travel and the, you know, Safe to say, I did get it. Mm-hmm. I did get it. That's that's not even getting to the time travel. That's um, literally at a civil war that that's happening. Right, 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 right. No, not time travel. Just him being frozen mm-hmm. and missing out on this time. And we looking at him. He looks twenty, but he's really seventy or whatever. Right. Um. Yeah, I got that. So I only not I only missed out on the Incredible Hulk, the first Thor, the first Captain America. That's it. I saw everything else in order, starting with. Nope, that's not true. I it's saw Iron Man 3, and then I skipped another Thor, The Dark World. Right. And then from then on, from Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Basically from Phase 2 on, you were good to go. Yes. Although Iron Man 3 is the first. Yeah. Phase 2 on, I was good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good time. Yeah. It's, it was, I had a, how to say, I had a blast watching it with you. Mm-hmm. Because I got to be excited again. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially that time, you got real excited because I... Never mind. It's not that show. Okay. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. It, help yourself. What movie was that? That was... What movie was that? Guardians of the Galaxy? That was Guardians, yes. It's kind of tailor-made for that. It's got some built-in breaks. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not saying anything else. Um. So... I'm trying to figure out where to go from here because this is hard because there's so many movies to. So I guess we'll start at the beginning. Okay. Iron Man, which I I didn't watch with you. No, I had already watched that on my own. Right. Um, Where are you coming out of there? Do you feel like you've made a good decision going through all the movies? Is it like, uh, what are we doing? Well, how am I feeling after I watch Iron Man? Yeah, in terms of like wanting to get into the next 48 movies right um well i liked i i saw iron man in real time oh you did okay. i did see iron man i don't think i saw it in the movies mm-hmm. but i definitely did see it and i liked it mm-hmm. so i just watched it this time just to catch up and you know right i love robert downey jr um i always have and so there's not that much he can do wrong right. for me and he seems like he it seems like it was a part he was born to play it really I feel that way about it, the Hulk too. There's there's a lot of casting in the MCU that is really, really spot on. Mm-hmm. Um and we're also at this point dealing with uh Robert Downey coming out of a rough yeah. decade, really. For sure. 
Um, they were so, taking a chance on him. Yeah, so him landing the way he did there and, and really nailing it. It was yeah. just, it was great. I did not, I thought that at some point Gwyneth Paltrow, would, I would warm to her mm-hmm. throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Never did. Didn't like her in the first movie. Didn't like her in the last movie. She never, didn't. ever liked her. Was mad when they finally got together. Could tolerate it when they were this will they, won't they, moonlighting mm-hmm. sort of couple thing. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I'm going to actually just walk out the girl you just had sex with because we're so cool. That part I was fine with. But mm-hmm. when they became a couple, I was like, Ugh. So Pepper didn't get a lot of development. And understandably so because she there's All so, she was was whatever she was in his eyes. Which is understandable because there's so many characters going as we get through that Pepper Potts is in the space where you really get to do a lot of I mean, she ends development up, on. She ends up. She ends up in a suit. Yes. She ends up Iron Manning. Mm-hmm. And she still has no plot. I don't know where she's from. I don't know who her people are. I don't know what she's into or what she's not into. All I know is that she looks at Iron Man and Adornment. And he's always breaking her heart. So one of the things I did notice as you went through all the movies is you weren't, you often were not impressed with the female characters. At all. At all. (laughs) Give me some more words on that. (laughs) Oh, I didn't want to, I was interrupting you. No, no, you weren't. Um, At all. Like, I thought, I thought most of the women were sorely underdeveloped mm-hmm. even the scarlet scarlet witch not the scarlet witch the black widow okay because the black widow's real name is scarlet i always want to call right, her right. scarlet witch even scarlet johansson's role as the black widow we get these flashes she knew how to bring tears up very easily mm-hmm. so that was used quite a bit but in terms of like i remember in one movie maybe more than one we get a flashback to her in some like russian um orphanage or something learning how to kill people or whatever and we get to understand like this is what she was but it's nothing like what iron man got his backstory was rolled out every single time again black widow iron man they're not the same right um but i did think that this the female character and now we are getting to a point where we're going to get our scarlet uh-huh. Like full on movie mm-hmm. backstory mm-hmm. and all the things. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But like Pepper Potts was very poorly developed and very poorly acted. Um, I think a different actress might have been able to. Sometimes it's not the script, it's what the actor does with it. Mm-hmm. So there is a world where someone else is playing that role and kills it just because they're better I, actors. I, I'm still not sure there's enough to kill in terms of Pepper specifically. I've seen people kill it with less. Look at watch Viola Davis in Doubt. She has something Viola like Viola Davis as Pepper Potts. Uh, I mean, hey, there have been some snotty tears. Yes, but um, um, Viola Davis won an Oscar based on like two lines of dialogue. It can be done. In what movie? Doubt is the name of it. It's I really good. Seen that one. It was good. It was a Broadway play <laughs> um, that they turned into a movie. Yeah, and I also realize you reacted specifically to um female characters kind of being put into romantic will they or won't they things as well. Mm-hmm. So it's um Black it's, Widow. It's Black Widow with Hulk. With the Hulk? With, with Captain America. Right. I think just those two. <clears throat> I think there were three. Bucky? No, not because no, um 'cause him it's her and um Hawkeye were friends. Yeah. But Hawkeye there's, has the whole family, but it's they're, they're never. They're a thing. Will they, they didn't have a will they, they're more, they? They're more brother sister y. 
No, maybe not. I could see them getting it in, but it was more of a it was more of a no, but we could if we wanted to, but I see it. Like mm-hmm. that relationship felt really honest to me. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like whatever movie the person with the most to lose, then she'll come out and hold out her hand and let them know that she's there for them. And it was just kind of like it was okay when it was one person, but I remember whatever movie we were watching, and I'm like, wait, so she's gonna will you, won't you, with Captain America? Because last movie it was will you, won't you, with the Hulk, and you were devastated that he went off into the sunset without you. Right, but also time passes, and you gotta move on with your life as well. I know, I guess, but there was a moment where they were like, let's both go away together. Like mm-hmm. that was about to be a thing. Right. So he left you and didn't go away. And with that was you. Ultron. So now the next movie, let's let it be Captain America that you're sort of kind of liking. And then she always has some long lingering thing with, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who flies. That Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Really? A couple movies. It was like, it was good. That'd be a good. There was that one movie where. <laughs> do you, do you, you understand? Wait, wait. Do you understand how much MCU fans. Would have a heart attack? The the specifically the white fanboys would have died yeah. if Falcon and Black Widow hooked up. They'd be horrified. <laughs> so there was this movie when uh Falcon and Captain America meet for the first time and he's lapping him and running really fast and mm-hmm. all that. That's uh Winter Soldier. Yeah. So Scott Black Widow pulls, pulls up. up. Yeah. And when she pulls up, she's like, What's up? And he's like What's up? She's like, I. <laughs> and then he gets in the car and he speeds away. And Captain America looks at both of them like, am I missing something here? Because y'all, y'all about to start. Playing. I didn't get all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think that. I think that the Marvel Universe is very much a a boy's oh, absolutely. playground. Yeah, yeah. And although, of course, plenty of women watch it and enjoy it, myself included, we know who it's for. Mm-hmm. And we know why the costumes look the way that they do. Right. And we know why these people, these women who are tearing up the but you, world but you get have Captain, on tight outfits. But you get Captain America in America's ass. That man's ass <laughs> did absolutely nothing for this woman. But I don't really, men's asses don't really do anything for me anyway. But his particularly did not. Um, so, I mean... I thought a lot about what you said. You told me this long before I watched the movies. You were saying how superheroes very often are bland. Right. Specifically. And they're designed to make you want to like put Like Captain America in falls there. in that. Not so much Iron Man. Right. Iron Man is one of the few that right. definitely don't fall into that, which is what made him so attractive. Right. Um, but you take someone like Black Panther. Super bland. Yes. Like just, you kill my father. Mm-hmm. I will kill you. Right. Like, what? nothing going on there. The people around you, like mm-hmm. Shuri and his mom and, you know, Michael B. John- Jordan's character. Killer. You have all yeah, these people yeah. around you that are going to give character. Mm-hmm. But the main person is supposed to be dry. So I did notice that throughout the movies, with the exception of, obviously, the Hulk and Iron Man. All of them are pretty dry. So what happens is, with that also, within the Avengers, Captain America is the leader. So not he, Iron Man? Not Iron Man. Because that's why they say Cap is the first Avenger. Just because you're first doesn't mean you're the leader. Cap technically is the leader of the Avengers. I didn't know so that. Here, so here's the other part, too. Um, so in Endgame, when he says Avengers Assemble, mm-hmm. 
That is a actually a huge, huge moment. Mm. Um, there are different moments throughout the MCU where you, he, he almost says it or he gets cuts, cut off, whatever else, and he doesn't get to it. Avengers Assemble in the comic books is a big deal. And okay. everybody's waiting for it to get to that point. Got it. So I when definitely he says, didn't know that. So when he says it in Endgame, that's like a seminal moment mm. and kind of solidifying the fact that yeah, he's the one. And even going back to like so him, is him Iron really Man, Is Iron Man already gone by then? No, he's he's, he's there. He's part of it. Okay. Because um, Iron Man isn't gone until the he snaps, mm-hmm. which is it basically ends the entire thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Cap wields, let's say, uh, Milnor, showing that he's worthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these different things. And that harkens back to, I think it was Ultron, where they're all trying to pick it up. Right. And Cap is pretending he can't pick it up. Because at that point, he can. How do we know that? Remember when I, um, Thor says, I knew it. Oh. And, and during, what's his name? He didn't want to, because everybody had tried and tried and tried. So he always knew he could pick it up. He he realized he could pick, he could pick it up, but he doesn't. But we don't see him realizing it. Right. Okay. Wow. See, I didn't but know that. But Thor knows. And so, when he, so when he wields it, he's like, I, I knew, knew you could you pick it up. Son of a bitch. Right. 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 So all these things, Cap is supposed to be But somebody did pick it up that everybody was like. Vision. Right. 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 But that makes sense. That's a different. Because Vision is super pure. He's, right. he's, he's create. He doesn't have. I didn't. Vision didn't do anything for me. He's not supposed to. Oh. Um Vision is literally a construct of Jarvis, the Mind Stone, and different things. He's not a person in that sense. Although, in oh, his but, but he finds love. Right, right. She didn't do anything. Time. Their whole plot line and mm-hmm. everything in the end, mm-hmm. I'm going to push the energy. Right. She did nothing for me. Scarlet Witch and what's her brother's name? Uh, he died. Whatever his name is. Didn't do it. And again, he died because of the X-Men issue. So Scarlet Witch and her brother, um, damn, I forget his name right now. They're actually mutants. Mm. But in the MCU, they're not allowed to refer to mutants. Right. Um, so the brother gets killed off because he's, as this is coming out, one of the X-Men movies are coming out with the same character. So he's got to go. So he's is ulti- he going to be playing that character? No, no, it's a different actor. Oh, all, but entirely, they got to get rid of the. Which creates more confusion because at some point you understand that all these universes have to come together of and make course. some sort of sense. So to have a superhero in this universe, in this movie, in this another one, in this movie being the same character and different actors gets to be a it's lot. It's messy. Um, and there's, I think now it's supposed to be mutants being introduced in the future movies and possibly X-Men coming into the MCU. Mm. There's a lot of speculation about different, mm. a lot of different things. So there's a lot of cleanup that's happening in the course of it all. It's weird because speaking of, you know, maybe the X-Men coming in, there were a lot of moments. I did have a lot of gaspy moments that you might have had at that time too that maybe don't feel gaspy or because you kind of knew it was coming. Like mm. I had no idea that Spider-Man was going to be in the MCU. I never, How? I just didn't. I just didn't. When I saw him, when they opened up the thing and showed him, I was like, what? But we had, how was that? Because we had gone through the schedule of the MCU, the list of MCU Not Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. But we I, had didn't, gone, I didn't, but I didn't. But we went through the list of movies. It okay. Do, 
It just in my head somehow that Spider Man was gonna be a standalone uh, movie. Maybe it referenced those right. other movies or So for for me and I think most MCU fans, that wasn't a gassy moment because we knew that was Yeah. The thing. I mean I knew I was because we weren't watching Spider Man. It was when he was introduced. You know, right. I knew that there was gonna be a Spider Man movie, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure how that was gonna go down. Because he So comes, I wasn't expecting that. If I remember correctly, he comes in at Civil War. Right, like just even Ant Man, which I knew mm-hmm. had to be a part of it, but still seeing him when he's reintroduced in I don't remember what movie it is. I guess the Civil War, where yeah. they're like, We gotta get everybody together. And he comes in like, Hey, I'm like, Ah, he's here. But I know there's an Ant Man and the Wasp movie coming after that. Right. But still, him showing up in that particular mm-hmm. moment was still a gaspy moment. So obviously one of the most impressive feats in the mcu is creating this entire timeline in universe over the course of i think it's 20 i want to say 23 movies uh yes 23 movies over the course of 12 years i can't imagine so this is a feat that can only be accomplished from the time this starts to now Mm-hmm. And going forward, mm-hmm. um, I showed you <laughs> uh, a 1970s attempt at uh, Hulk, and a Hulk because um, the, Hulk was a, the Hulk was the Hulk was the one thing that actually worked in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Captain America and Thor. Oh my god! In the 70s. Oh my god! And it was it's, terrible. And it took 40 years yeah. for technology to catch up to be able to do this properly. Yeah. Um, but there's so much intertwining, and it's so many things that have to work together to plan 15 years worth of movies right. to tell this story. Because again, phase one through four is one story yep. in reality. Yep. Now that we go to five, six, seven, eight, that's the beginning of a whole new era. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what they captured so well in the MCU is the feeling of being a comic book fan where you're reading all these different comic books and they intertwine and they disengage and they come back together and these multiple storylines going on from week to week and month to month. Watching the MCU is the closest you'll ever be to being a comic book fan if you're not a comic book fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I say all that just to say that. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. And I'm surprised that from what I know as I watch them, they got it right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always going to be some comic book fans that are going to be like, that's not it. And right. Scarlet Witch had a and blonde ger- streak in And her generally hair. speaking, everybody, most comic book fans who enjoy the MCU are shut the fuck up, go sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Okay. So then that's even more of an amazing feat to mm-hmm. get all this done. Right. Um, there are, just because I'm a loser and I need to know these things, I... Um, they, these movies have continuity editors, more than one. Um, both in the script room, when they're writing them, there's somebody who pours over every single script and is like, uh-uh, this mm-hmm. is not right. She wouldn't have been born yet or this wouldn't happen. And then even after the script is poured over and done, they shoot and there's somebody at every scene like, no, right. she can't be sweating here because she wasn't sweating there, whatever. So there are two famous fuck-ups, just two in the entire MCU universe. I'm sorry that I can't tell you what they are because I didn't read them because I felt like that would destroy the magic for me. But there are two understood 
super oh my god how could we forget that fuck ups that in that um are not in one movie mm-hmm. that's like this can't be because this is here mm-hmm. so i would love to know i don't want to know actually i don't want to know what it is so and that leads me to the other part of it um you are far more familiar with filmmaking and script writing than i am mm. And because of that, I was curious to see how the movies will hold up to you, especially as a layperson who's not jaded or clouded by being a comic book fan, mm-hmm. taking these films as standalone films. And I would sit there and watch them with you, and there were not just the gas moments, but like the lean-ins and like what's going to sure. happen. Like you're in tears, you're, I right. cried. Yes. Um, which it's hard to do with somebody who understands the genre or just just filmmaking genre. in general. Genre. Uh, I can't I can't do that. Genre. Genre. Um, who understands it the way that you do? Well, there's a there's cognitive dissonance too because I don't look at oh god I'm probably gonna get canceled now but I don't approve I didn't approach the MCU like this was high art. I expected it to entertain me mm-hmm. and to pull at my heartstrings, and that's it. You mm-hmm. know, I wasn't like character development and plot. I mean, of course, those things I can't ignore, but I wasn't tripping. Which is over interesting that. too, because there was so much conversation, and there has been so much conversation about the value of these movies, and from the Scorseses and yep. the De Niro. Like these aren't real films, and all these different things. When I'm like, I'm looking at this body of work. Like this is Shakespearean. Mm. Understanding that again, what Shakespeare was in his time. Shakespeare wasn't high art in his time either. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare was let's go and just be entertained. Shakespeare was Tyler Perry in right. Shakespeare's time. Right. And so I will say this: I understand better now what Scorsese, if it was Scorsese or whoever was talking shit about the Marvel movies. Multiple. I kind of understand. Now. In what sense? I understand the frustration of maybe not getting funding to do your serious art mm-hmm. when these movies come out, come out, come out, come out. I understand the idea of, well, this is not, this is for the least common denominator. Denominator. Um, I get it. I don't agree, but I get it. So this is where... I get it. This is where I go back to It's episode, Tyler Perry. This is where I go back to episode one of Stale Popcorn and Shadow... Talking to Denzel. Yeah. If they, people would come if you played what the fuck they want you to right. play. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I feel like a lot of this ends up being. Mm-hmm. And even to this in sense of, um, and this is a sort of an offshoot, um, you look at Netflix and a lot of Hollywood felt a certain way about Netflix movies being nominated for Oscars and X, Y, and Z. Correct. And then Scorsese comes out with um, The Irishman. The Irishman mm-hmm. on Netflix. Which I didn't see. I enjoyed it. Mm. Um, it felt like a high school reunion for those three. Mm. Pesci, De Niro, and... Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, I'm in trouble. Him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it was a good movie. Mm. And But I feel like you were the same person who was saying, if it's not in the theater, it doesn't count. Right. So you had something different to say. Um when my Tyler Perry story, I wrote a piece about Tyler Perry for level.medium.com several months ago. Hey, guys. And you had some thoughts on what's art 
Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's for the masses, maybe it's art, maybe it's not. We 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 debated that for quite some time. And I think that the Marvel universe is very similar to a Medea movie. You're going to go in there, you know what you're getting, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy it, sit your ass down, laugh when she falls, all the prat falls, whatever, and go home. Or not. That's all that's what you're getting. So like for example, there are things that are very base about MCU. Yes, absolutely. Like, they don't they don't let a single line go by without you understanding exactly what's being said. And so they're damn near breaking the fourth wall. And so going back to my Tyler Perry our Tyler Perry conversation, my whole thing was that Tyler Perry writes movies and creates movies for the base. Correct. MCU is the same way. Correct. And my whole thing I was saying is like, there's more money at the base than there is in doing this high art with Correct. where you and your cousin are going to get it and X, Y, and Z. And for me, that never took away from, like, Tyler Perry movies aren't for me, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything has to be for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think, we, and we, God, we did that for about an hour and a half of going back and forth on yeah. that. Um but yeah, but Tyler Perry movies are made for the base. MCU is for the base. Right. I think there's a thing where... I can see, I can understand, though, but why those who don't want to create for the base, you know, you should shut the fuck up, but I understand in your private time to be like, this MCU shit, really? That's what we're doing? This is what's in theaters? Yeah, this is what's yeah. in theaters. So get over it. But there's room for both. The, the person who's going to watch the high art film is still going to go see Captain America. Of course. Let it be. It's of fine. Course. So, like... And no, you don't need a billion dollars for your art film. No, you don't. So, uh, one of the things that I noticed in the Marvel films, that's that reminds me of, I don't know, a Saturday morning cartoon. You know, there was this cartoon I, I could not... He-Man, I guess it was. Did He-Man turn from mousy to muscular? So he was he was never mousy. He was always you can't be in the He-Man universe and be mousy. Right. Um Prince Adam was timid, but he was huge still. Okay. And then he would turn to He-Man and then okay. all shit would So that part where he turns into He-Man, doesn't he like point his sword at some at his, Cringer. At Cringer and then Cringer becomes Battlecat. Battlecat. So I always noticed that in that sequence it was the same exact sequence. Every like time. you just you they shot that sequence yep. or drew it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just play it over and over. Right. And so my sister and just whoever I would be watching with, because I'm that person, I'd be like, You did you notice how it's always the same? Like they don't redraw it. And people would either be like, Shut the fuck up, because who cares? Right. Or no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. This whole episode is new and fresh every time. Right. And I would be like, nah. I know that that is, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I know that that is one sequence that they right. don't have to redo. Um, kind of like a theme song. You don't do a theme song for right. every new episode. Um, although some will do one a new one per season, and some will not. Fun fact. Anyway. The um, uh, famous for that, actually. Yeah, Bill Cosby Show is also a new one per season. Right. Same song, done slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, uh I could do a whole podcast on theme songs. Shows don't really do theme songs. They'll be like, burp, burp, and that's it. <laughs> then the show starts. They'll have a sound, and so that's it. Seinfeld was another one. They started mm-hmm. off the first thing they had the theme song, had, and then going to it's literally two notes. Right. Hey, how are you, 
Jerry? Meanwhile, as I said to you, in anime, a theme song would be four Five minutes. minutes. Right. It'd be a whole ass I song. I like a good theme song. And like you would enjoy good, anime. I like a good theme song. Um, anyway, there's a scene in every Marvel movie that I started to look for when they do this certain shot mm-hmm. where all of the people are gathered right. to do the thing. And it's like the three, not the 360, but it's like that that swing, the sweeping shot. Yeah, of they do everybody. a sweeping shot. I think it is a 360. And they do a sweeping shot of everyone in position. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll like get into position um, while there's a sweeping shot, right. or sometimes they're just. It's still... literally the Avengers Assemble moment. Right. And not just the, uh, not even just in the Avengers movie. Galaxy, sure. Right. Anyone where there's like that group, yep. that core group. They will do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that signals to me that these are a particular type of movie with a particular type of appetite. Right. Um, knowing that you're going to get that feel, knowing mm-hmm. that you're going to see that part is part of why you watch. The MCU is the modern Western. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. How um, do we feel about uh, how black people are portrayed in the MCU? Ain't hardly no black women. You got a sprinkling of black men um, on the periphery. Mm-hmm. Black Panther is the only major right. black person in the MCU. So you have Fury, you have Falcon, you have Black Panther. Actually, Fury counts as a major person. He's literally in every single movie. Right. Fury, Falcon, Black Panther, War Machine mm-hmm. are your are the, are the black characters that are going through most of the MCU. Correct. And I must say, if I have to choose four black men to uh, be in the MCU in terms of actors, I'm not mad at that lineup at all. No. You can never go wrong with Sam Jackson. You can never go wrong with Don Cheadle. I would say that about Falcon Kid, but he says some real dumb shit a couple if, if years you, back. If you, so. if you ignore him in the real world, oh, you're okay. fine. <laughs> He's fine in the universe. He's always on the verge of cancellation. Right. And then Black Panther guy, you know, he's Black Panther. Black Panther guy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, but women um, outside of Gamora, where are the black women so, in the MCU? So, his, so does Gamora count as a black woman in the MCU? I understand that obviously um, the actress is black. Is Gamora a black character? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say yes. Because, and I say that as an honest question, because there's always characters in science fiction and in cartoons, like you're clearly meant to be black. Right. We were talking about um, Thundercats right. the other day. Mm-hmm. And you was like, was there ever a black character? Or I remember something like adjacent to the Black Panthers. I'm like literally Panthro, right? Who is the black dude with the nunchucks? Like that is a black character. Yes. Pan- so, but what was his skin black? He his skin what? was blue, oh. but he had a he he had black features in terms of his face, mm-hmm. and he was a panther. Like you can't get any more transparent no, you can't. than this. You can't. This is what we're doing, right? So I guess the question is black women in the MCU comic books because that's where all this stuff is coming from. Mm-hmm. So they don't seem to have any problem with transferring people from the comics to you know I don't know what black women we're missing from the comics that could be. In the Avengers. Well, obviously you have Storm, who's in the X-Men But she's in the like, X-Men, so right. she couldn't be in this. Um, there are characters who come a little bit later, like Ironheart, who mm-hmm. is a black woman who essentially builds her own Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. Um, there, are, there are a fair amount of black women characters in the MCU. Okay. That said, the Marvel Comics... 
went through what I think every major genre of art in America goes through, where it's very white male centric. And then you start trying to push in Mm -hmm. drops of diversity and figure that part out as we go along. Although Marvel, to its credit, started doing that drop in 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Black Panther is a very... Black Panther is a Black Panther. Like, Black Panther is based on the Black Panthers. Right. Although, I just remembered that Black Panther actually predates the Black Panthers, which blew me apart. Um, Not by much, but it does. Enough. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see, my daughter won't see much of herself in these films. And, you know, when I was growing up, which I've told you this before, we weren't allowed to watch uh, any television show that didn't have at least one black Mm. character who was not cooning. So Mm. it couldn't be just a black character. There was no good Um, times in your house. There was no good times. Um, The first season we could watch it. But then he, Eesh. my dad said no because nothing is ever happening for them. Right. John Amos is from East Orange, New Jersey. So let's start there. <laughs> so automatically we're watching Yeah, times. and when he said I'm out, and I he, know what happened in your house. Of course. So he left because of the cooning. Right. And that was it. We didn't watch any more mm-hmm. good times. I, I did sneak and see the Janet Jackson seasons. So we couldn't watch anything that didn't have at least one black person that didn't, wasn't cooning. Basically, couldn't watch television until the Cosby Show came out. Pretty right. much anything before that, I wasn't watching it. Um, he, it was representation. I, I understand and appreciate him much more now. It felt like a punishment then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say that I still think that way. I still think about representation. I sure. still think about that with the kind of things that my kid, um, the kind of content that she sees. I can't stop her. I can't say don't watch the Marvel movies because there's no black girls in it. Right. Um, I don't have to do that because there's so many, you know, right. there's so many black women. Also, your daughter will point it out on her own. For sure she would. So it's Absolutely. not even necessary for you to, to, to shield her. Absolutely. She's saying, where is everybody? What's right. going on here? Right. Um, not an MCU movie, but your point for me got highlighted watching my son watch Enter the Spider-Verse. Right. So he's watching Miles Morales, mm-hmm. and the first thing he says, at and this he he's he might have just made six when he's finally watching it, mm-hmm. or yeah, roughly in that age. Um, sweet, but he's black, mm-hmm. and so it even beyond before black because my son is still figuring out what blackness is mm-hmm. because he looks at his skin he looks at dad's skin he looks at his mother's skin he's mm-hmm. looking at the, the the breadth and depth of black skin mm-hmm. and trying to figure out well what does black mean mm-hmm. um even to the point now where he'll say miles is brown mm-hmm. um he's not which he's, which which eh, my kid went through that too and i don't like the brown I'm like black, blacker than black, black, black. Right, and but but I get it because it's a I matter get it. of I get it. He, it's being literal, right? And it's understanding like, well, how am I who is right. a very light skinned child? How am I black? Right. Because I look more like my grandma, who is a white woman, mm-hmm. than I look at like my grandpa, who mm-hmm. is a black man. Mm-hmm. So it all gets very confusing. Mm-hmm. Watching him watching Spider the Spider Enter the Spider Verse because he doesn't do live action movies. He's not into it mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. It's all animation. And honestly, the animated stuff is a lot more diverse than the live action it is. stuff. It is. But for him to watch the Spider-Verse and see a black Spider-Man, he was like, 
blown. Right. It's like, wow, this is, how is this a thing? I don't yeah. understand. And Absolutely. Right. So that, it was that moment where I was that like. That movie was so well done. It was. And obviously I'm an advocate for diversity and I appreciate seeing diversity. That was my first tangible moment of seeing the effect of what, diversity. Be, because you're watching it with your son? I'm watching Into the Spider-Verse with my son. Oh, okay. And him being like, wow, Spider-Man is black. Right. And he's fixated. Mm-hmm. So to get to get him to watch something new is always a challenge. And Spider-Man is kind of an easy get. But it's a 90-minute movie. He's used to 22 minutes of series and in and out, in and out, in and out. When I tell you he was transfixed on Enter the Spider-Verse, that was a big deal. So going back to your whole point of the MCU, I'm curious to see what happens with future Because right. there's going to be a part two to that movie, I'm sure. To uh, Spider-Verse? Spider-verse yeah. I think they're working on it now, actually. So um, this was a good series for me to get into because part of the reason why it's hard for me to watch movies is because sometimes I have anxiety. We're talking about mm-hmm. a dark theater no lights. Is it going to be good or is it not going to be good? I'm super, super, super scared of everything. Um, the closest I've ever seen got into a horror movie would be Nightmare on Elm Street in 1986. And I walked out within the first five minutes. Like, I can't. I just can't. I can't do gore and I can't do thriller and I can't do... Right. It's coming from inside the house. Like, I can't do any so of that. So the entire 80s were a nightmare for you. Because everything was action films with shoot em ups and horror movies. And people think that, well... If it's a shoot 'em up, you'll be fine. But I'm not fine because mm-hmm. there's still this whole like who's behind the door right. situation. I don't do those either. So for me, knowing that I could just relax and enjoy the movie and nothing, it's still going to be exciting. But I know for a fact that this was also made for six year olds. <laughs> so I could, I knew, I, although I don't think it's rated G. It's probably no, no, PG 13. Uh, between PG and PG 13. Remember when there was no PG 13? I don't. I remember when it was just PG. PG-13 made things a lot better, a lot easier, because PG was usually like two steps away from R, so you just could never go see a PG movie. Right. But then when PG-13 came out, you could go see a PG-13 movie, and you could see a PG movie, because the parents just got all fucked up and didn't understand (laughs) what was going on with the whole system and just was like, whatever. Speaking of movie ratings and PG and PG-13 stuff, have you seen the Deadpool stuff? Oh my God, yeah. So that's weird. Because that should be a nightmare for you. So weird. So I'm in San Francisco for work and I am, I have the whole three hour thing and Mm -hmm. my sleep is all off and I'm going to see, you know, what's for free in my hotel and I see Deadpool and you know, when you're watching like in a hotel, it'll show you the same loop over and over and I was like, it's so funny. Like he made me laugh in the trailer. I was like, that's funny. I was like, something tells me this will be okay. I love that movie. Did I you loved see both it. or just the first one? I think I just saw the first one, I think. All right, so we're going to watch the second one together. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it was very gory. Very gory. Um, so there's a lot and of very eye explicit covering. And all very, but, yeah. but somehow the character made it's, me it's feel. It's very sophomoric is really what it is. Yes. It's super sophomoric. Yes. And you don't really see that too much in comic book heroes, at least not on screen. Right. Um, Spider-Man is sort of mouthy, but he's supposed to be a kid. Um, Iron Man's definitely whatever, but he doesn't. So in the, in the Avenger movies, explain this to me. 
I love how they always shoot them saving people. Mm-hmm. At the end of whatever shit they've done, it's like two million people died. Right. But if you're watching them, they killed no one. Right. Not a single innocent person is ever killed. It's just go over there and get those people. And I get them and the Hulk brings them down. Go and over there and get those people. Until Scarlet Witch tears down a building in Africa. Right. Then we know. Right. But even then, there's no direct, she did this, look at those corpses on the floor. They don't show you corpses. There's no corpses. No. Right. So you never really see the damage that they do. You hear about it the next day mm-hmm. when some antacid popping senator is like, what have you done? Right. But they never show them actually doing anything bad. We know they did. So the first Avengers um, where everything comes from, like it's low-key and all the aliens, everything comes and destroys the city. Yep. It's always referred to as the New York event. Yes. Um, which is like MCU 9-11. Right. Right. Why do they call it the New York event? Well, I mean, it was in New York. But and it was an event. That's true. But that's... Yeah, so you have the New York event, you have the snap, you have these seminal moments. But you're right, there's never a... And we have this conversation, too, even in terms of the snap. There's a movie, a TV show, a something about about the folks who got snapped and the folks who didn't. I mean, they touched on it a bit more. I I felt a little bit better about the whole thing. I was really unhappy when the snap people came back and it was just like, (laughs) yay. And I'm like, but wait, that's not how this would really work. So when we come back to Spider-Man Homecoming, Homecoming and they're like, this is what happened when blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, y'all mm-hmm. are, you are all dealing with this in a real world because right. this was not going to work for me. Because um, even Spider-Man, I mean, Peter Parker and his friend, whom I love. Actually, it's uh, Far From Home. Far From Home, yes. Peter Parker and his friend, who I don't remember his name, mm-hmm. um, they are like meeting up with each other and hugging. Right. And I'm like, who got snapped? Both of them? No. Peter got snapped. Both of them. Okay, so both of them. That's why they're back in high school together. Right. But there are other people in high school who've been there the whole time. So there's, there is a matter of convenience with the snap and who, who gets snapped and who doesn't get snapped. So all the key, so in terms of Spider-Man, mm. all the key characters got snapped. Mm-hmm. So when they come back to high school, mm-hmm. all, their, all their classmates, they don't know them. They're technically five years older than their current classmates. So you have Spider-Man, his friend. You have MJ. Who's five years older than their? MJ Spider- got snapped? Spider-Man, MJ, um, Spider-Man's friend whose name I can't remember, Flash. They all get snapped. Okay. That's why when they come back to Far From Home, they're all Those back in high school. Those kids are, right, and they're in high school with kids who were four years younger than them. Right, five years younger five than Five years them. younger than them. Okay. So, so there's there's a matter of convenience with who did and who did not get snapped because how can you not? Right. Because I can't. The snap was very ambitious. Right. Very ambitious. Also very ambitious to kill him off early in that movie. So when I tell you I'm in the theater watching Infinity War, even knowing what was coming, the silence post snap and post end credits actually no the end credits folks got excited because fury drops the beeper with captain right. marvel's yes insignia on it. yes but between those two things it ain't coming out of the theater still silence like everybody's like what the fuck spider-man 
Yeah. When he and he had the slowest. Yes, snap. he did. Like it was just torture. Um, and then the wait, a year and a half, I think it is. I'm, I so, I'm so sorry that you had to wait because I had to wait 15 minutes to make <laughs> more popcorn. You, 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 I think you called the next day or the mm-hmm. day after. You called like within 48 hours for sure. And it was not pleasant. For it was you. not. <laughs> it was not. It was not. And I mean, like. There were still so many things I didn't know that you, I'm sure, mm-hmm. would just not understand. Like Ragnarok. The Ragnarok. whole time, Ragnarok? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yes. So Ragnarok, the whole time I'm watching, mm-hmm. I have nothing in my head is making me think that the Hulk is going to pop up out of that stadium. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That was a complete jaw dropper right. for me. I didn't see. I mean, if you looked so, at the credits, if you knew anything about it, you would know he was going to be there. So the thing, the part I also realize is, even as we're going through and looking at the films coming up, you're not seeing coming attractions. You're not no. seeing trailers for Mm-mm. things. No, you're just credits. going straight to. Mm-hmm. So this is a really long TV show for you, right? Whereas these are each their own separate event for Correct. me. Correct. Because um, hey, I watched you when the Hulk came out, and you were like, "What the." F- Fuck, just c- did not see yeah. that but where would i have like where did you you knew when you went to the movies that he was going to be in that scene yeah i knew he's gonna be in the movie yeah so at what point did you figure out like oh they're gonna make him be the person who comes out of this thing i i don't know if it's a matter of the trailers i'm watching waiting for the movie to come out or because also i'm reading the articles i'm going through i'm avoiding spoilers but i still know what's coming because i'm in the mix of all the blogs and everything else right. is coming along. So there's, that part for me isn't a surprise. Um, but watching it, again, through your eyes and you being... I was completely blown molly-wopped away. molly by so because, many things. Because, you know, I'm looking for him mm-hmm. the day before. Right. In whatever movie I was watching. Like, oh, so he's not going to... You know, the last time I saw him, he was, he on was the jet. in the jet and just never came back. Right. So I have no idea what happened. No idea what, you know, what... Nothing, and I'm not gonna look up and see. Oh, did he make it? Is he in the? As far as I know, he was killed off, because that dude is gonna be in the standalone something other movie. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, I think one of the. I really like the Hulk. Mm-hmm. I really like the Hulk. I like the guy who plays him, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is the best. Um, and I just think he bring he brought. Well, I don't know how the Hulk is done because the Hulk has a ruffaloness to his face. So they basically do the suit with the and so he's he's acting through the scene. So okay. one so one of the okay. things that comes out after um all the movies come out is that he's actually pretty embarrassed to do the character on set because he's always wearing this black suit with the balls for the for right. the animators or everything else to work with. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is in their really, really cool suits oh, and looking yeah. awesome. And he's wearing ping pong balls right. <laughs> all the time. And they're fucking with him. <laughs> and then he doesn't have an Iron Man suit. And he doesn't right. have on a Captain America He never gets to be the cool guy on set. Right. He's just the dude wearing a spandex Hulk. suit. Right. So I can definitely tell that it's him, mm-hmm. um, which I think is actually pretty dope. I think that being able to act with those kind of limitations. I mean, who can't be Iron Man? I mean, no offense, but I could I could put myself in Iron I'm Man costume. right now. And I will give you Iron Man. Right. Might not be able to put some tennis so, balls on me and make me be I don't know if it was you or Maisie who asked, um, when Spider-Man has on the mask, is it really Spider-Man on set? Yeah. I was and, wondering if right. 
he is always acting even when he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. And Maisie said he is. Right. Unless it's like a real complicated yeah. stunt. And in fact, she showed me the interview she saw with him where he was talking about it. She's been wa- trying to show it to me for ages, but I didn't want to because he has a British accent and that really bothers me. And I don't <laughs> like it when British actors do American accents as seamlessly as they do. It just mm. freaks me out. It just freaks me out. But I, but she made me listen to watch it, and um, it was a, it was an interview with her, with Zendaya, um, Spider Man, and his friend. Um, it was a great interview, and he talked about how most of the time is him, mm. and unless it's something super dangerous, it's a stunt person. But he has to act, right? And he said also, you can't find somebody with my exact height and my exact reach and my exact this, yeah. and exact head, like. You can't do that. So you only do it when you have to. And for most of it, he's doing it himself. Least favorite. And he does a lot of his own stunts. Yes. Which to me probably means not really that many. Because I saw that movie and ain't no way (laughs) that you're doing the majority of what I saw. Right. Least favorite MCU movie. Oh, gosh. Um, Okay. Because you actually kind of enjoyed Iron Man 2, which surprised yeah, me. Yeah, I did. I like Iron Man. Which is kind of universally like... Eh. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like him. I didn't know that he was a drunk in the comics, which makes me love him even more. Stark? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, someone pointed out to me. I don't remember who. I think it was Peter. What's up, Peter? Level.medium.com. Because um, he asked me that same question. Um uh, this is gonna be weird because I actually do love the movie, but if I have to, it's gonna be uh, no, probably Ant Man. So there's no like. So Ant Man and Wasp for me is like I'm good. I don't need. Yeah, it. it's not really. Don't like the movie, just more like what could I do without? Right. I can take you can take Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp. Well, there's 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 canon and not canon in these spaces as well and ant-man is not canon um wait canon meaning in the comic books canon meaning that it's essential to the mcu storyline oh okay like what can you miss okay so like the hulk the incredible hulk you can skip that because it's not going to have much bearing as it literally has no bearing on the rest of what happens during the mcu got it um is that and at this point ant-man does but they kind of stretch it it seems like. So Ant-Man and the Wasp does because he gets snapped. Mm-hmm. They get snapped while he's That's in the That's where the snap microwave. happens. Yeah. Right. Um, so I have to say, I loved Ant-Man as an individual movie. Mm-hmm. But in terms of this journey I was on to do all these Marvel movies, eh, I can right. take or leave that one. Guardians of the Galaxy, again, I like them. Don't need them as part of what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, they are still fairly canon. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, But just in terms of the movies themselves, Mm -hmm. that's the one part of the universe that I was limited by having not gone through the process. Because Guardians of the Galaxy, like you called it, is a palate cleanser. Mm -hmm. And if I had known what I was getting myself into with that one, I would have enjoyed it so much more. Right. I love Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because I just put all my... So if, if I remember correctly, Guardians is after Civil War? Um, or Ultron? It's, it's after... Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So... So the first Guardians of the Galaxy is right after Winter Soldier. Right. Which is... 
It's heavy. Winter Soldier is very heavy. It's very heavy. So I, it makes sense to do Guardians of the Galaxy. But that's a movie that would have actually helped if I knew what was coming. If I had read a story about it right. or whatever. Because there's no spoilers, really. Or if there are, they're super easy to not deal with. I mean, Guardians, the first Guardians is really introducing a new stone. And mm -hmm. introducing to... It's an origin story. Right. So I love a good origin story. But mm -hmm. I just didn't know... So the first couple of scenes, I'm like, what is happening here? Because right. you, you look at Star-Lord singing into an a, a alien a, lizard face. Right. And then <laughs> there's this talking raccoon and just like all in Gamora is blue again. Like it's an avatar. Like it's just so much going on. I'm like, I don't understand. So I wasn't able to just really... It wasn't until the second half of the movie that I was like, okay, I mm -hmm. guess I'll just get into this because this is crazy. But when I'm watching it, it made me think of this show that I used to watch, Great Space Coaster. No. You remember Great Space Coaster? Sounds familiar. On the Great Space Coaster. Um, they would just drop off at different planets, and they had these clearly inflatable rocks on the different planets <laughs> that were just like <laughs> spray-painted gray. Right. Um, I don't know if it was Great Space Coaster or just some we're in space type of show oh no actually i do remember it and that it was it was that era of shows that the effects and the characters they were creating were really creepy and disconcerting exactly. yeah and we just still watched it because we didn't have a choice because right. we didn't have netflix and 37 other channels right. so guardians of the galaxy looked like that to me mm -hmm. it looked like we're just gonna not necessarily also i didn't know that it wasn't gonna connect i kept waiting to see iron man just like right. and fall down and be like i'll mm -hmm. help you like there was nobody no captain america right. no it was just these people mm -hmm. and for a while i just kept waiting to see like well what else is going to be happening here right so um are you gonna ask me my favorite yes i don't have a favorite is that possible uh yeah same way um same way it's possible to not have a least favorite really um so in watching you watch the movies, I know the highlights were Iron Man 3, which was a highlight for most folks. What happens in Iron Man 3? Uh, that's with the Mandarin and Ben Kingsley. Oh, okay. And it's, I uh, have a very bad memory. And so, Stark going we're going to do all of this again in like six months, and, and it'll be new to me. And so he's talking with PTSD and the little kid who's helping oh, to figure right, out Oh, right, right, right. That was good. That was a good time. Doctor Strange surprised you. Yeah. You enjoyed Strange. I was in, I was into it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I think Guardians Two you were into. I like origin movies, and mm. Doctor Strange was an origin. Which movie. is interesting because most folks aren't really here for origin stories. Really? Well, because um, they usually know the origin. Well, that too, uh, and that was one of the issues with the entire Sony leg of the Spider-Man movies. Every third movie, they had to start over again. Yeah. And it was Uncle Ben, and but like yep. we we know how yes. he, he get by, he got bit by the spider. <laughs> we got it, and even in Spider Verse, they kind of made fun of it because right. it's like every ten minutes, like okay, we're gonna do this one, go more, one more time. time. Right. I'm Gwen Stacy. My right. friend died. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. One more time, right. and that kind of thing. So um, the the general superhero movie audience wants to skip the origin because the comic book heads already know it, mm -hmm. but. It's hard to do because you have this. Most of the audience are folks coming in who have never read course, the comic books. Of course, and that's one of the things I think the MCU actually did very well um, in terms of handling origins and when to handle them and how to mm -hmm. deal with them. So it wasn't if you're coming in as somebody who was 
versed in the origin stories. Mm-hmm. It was still interesting to watch. Yep. Um, you didn't, like I said, you didn't watch the first um, Captain America. I didn't. Should I go back? Too late. I, th- I think at this point you can. I think you watching Cap now is interesting in terms of, I've watched shows in the past where like I kind of got in on season three or whatever it is. And then I go back and watch season one and things click together. It's like, that's oh, that's what that mm-hmm. thing was about. Mm-hmm. To that extent, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, even in sense, in terms of um, the Soul Stone and the keep the, so you get kicked off the cliff oh, to get the, the Soul Stone. Stone. Yeah, you have to lose something you love. Right. The keeper of the Soul Stone is Red Skull, who appears in the first Captain America. Okay. And what ends up happening is he loses to Cap and gets sucked into an alternate dimension. And that's And it. then you find out years later that's this where is he where is. he is. Is that what happened in the comic books? Uh mm, I don't know exactly, but I'm gonna say no. Um there are a lot of stuff in the MCU that's independent to the MCU. Mm-hmm. I can imagine, like the, in-game. Right. I mean the the Infinity Stones exist in the MCU. Civil War happens in the MCU. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happen, but it's either you're getting sort of the necessarily bastardized version in the MCU, or they're tweaking and creating things because they just need to create their own universe and do things. So because I saw these in such a, it's like I saw one movie. Right. So it's almost impossible to be like I like this slice of the movie because mm-hmm. I really it's hard for me to even I don't know what happened in what movie like. I don't know. Right. Like Winter Soldier, I know just because it says Winter Soldier in the title. Iron Man 3, 2, 1, I don't know. I can't remember. Well, you didn't see him. I did. I saw all of oh, them. Iron Man, I'm sorry. I'm thinking yeah. Thor. Um, here's one thing, though, that I have to say carefully. But I remember when Black Panther came out, uh, folks would say, white folks would say, it's not that great. It's mm-hmm. okay. But the way people are acting about it, the way y'all getting dressed up and such, that's just some cultural ties Mm -hmm. the movie is not that good for y'all to be coming back to see it four or five six this is about seeing yourself and representation absolutely great movie itself not so great Mm -hmm. so anytime anybody said that oh did you see what happened i said anytime and i saw this sparkly sorry um anytime anyone said that they were accused of i'm here i'm here they're accused of Uh being racist um or just you know whatever Mm -hmm. i kind of see it so Black Panther was amazing. Black Panther, but Black Panther ain't no Iron Man. Let's just be real. Black Panther is an amazing movie. Can we edit that out? <laughs> Black Panther is an amazing movie. It is that kind of had the disservice of being followed by Infinity War, mm. which for me I think is my favorite of the MCU movies, even with the hard ass feeling empty and soulless walking out the theater the infinity war is the snap the snap okay and i say again thanos should have got an oscar i'm saying that dude is tough that dude is tough and not josh brolin right not not, no not josh brolin i know thanos Thanos. yes because it's a combination of josh brolin the animation and how he's put together as a whole does Josh Brolin have the tennis balls on the set too? I believe so. He has the Hulk situation. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. It's yeah. Thanos and was not a game. No. 
Thanos is black. In the comics? Or just in general? I'm saying we, we, it's understood that Thanos is black. Being played by a white person? Yeah, but still understood that Thanos is black. Um, He's too thick. <laughs> he's too thick to be white? I'm not. I did not say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm helping you get out of your black I am not saying that. Um, no. Um, yeah, so going forward, are you seeing the next set of movies in the theater? Are you making the trips? It depends. What's next? In any post-COVID world where the theaters are actually open and that exists? It depends. If it's... Oh, shit. Iron Man's dead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I didn't know that. But there's a... Black Panther, there's a Black Panther 2. There's a Black Panther 2. Of course I'm going to see Black Panther 2. There's, I'm, I'm, there's, I'm sure there's a Guardians 3 with Thor. Oh, yeah. I'm here for that. Um, there's uh, Black Widow. Which is going to be on Disney. Oh, it's not going to be in the theaters. Well, yeah. shit, nothing might be in the theaters. So. Right. Um, it's a series or a movie? It's. I believe it's a movie. Um, there's... A bunch of there's a lot of introductions of new characters like the Eternals are going another group that's coming. I don't know about the Eternals. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming that is going to obviously be amazing. Are you going I, 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 in a world where you can go to the theater and see it? Are you going on the journey with the six month year wait between movies and doing all things? Or are we going to see you in the next decade? I'm not going to the theater. If I'm not different, which I doubt I will be, I won't be in the theaters. I will probably keep up quicker than 12 years. Mm -hmm. I may pick up, you know, as they start to stream, I may pick it up right as they start to stream. But I don't think, I don't see me going to the movies for the Marvel MCU. This is also with me. Except for Black Black Panther 2. So the other part with that too is. And Into the Spider-Verse 2. The part that makes it hard also and what kind of drives folks to the theater is social media because right. the amount of time that you'll spend avoiding of stuff until it comes out on Netflix or I DVD know. or whatever else, it's terrible. you're not going to make it. I don't know how I did it. I mean, this you, did, you made it. You did it. You made it because you didn't care. You weren't. You right. weren't involved. That's right. Now you're invested. But if they're like Thor eight, and so and so is in it, right. like Hawkeye's back. Wait, is Hawkeye back? Hawkeye never left. He was snapped. No, his family was snapped. Yeah. Right. Okay, I got it. Um, I don't want to see a Hawkeye movie though. Did not do it. One. <laughs> don't worry. What about War Machine or uh, Falcon? They're not going to get so their Falcon own? and Bucky are doing their series on oh, that's Disney right. Plus. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, I think War Machine. I guess is that's done. why Bucky's not Captain America because he's got his own show. Well, they do it. They got a show together though. Who? Falcon and Bucky. I know. That's why Bucky didn't take the shield from Captain America because he already had a deal to do his show with Falcon. Remember, we were, I was wondering, anyway, why isn't Winter Soldier Boy... I mean... It, Winter Soldier Boy. You see what I did there? Uh, um, I mean, it makes more sense. For him to be Captain America? Then, and it, but also in the comics, they're both Captain America at different points. So it's possible in this series... It'll still be. It'll that. go back right. and forth or whatever right. the case may be. But yeah, it. common sense says Soldier. <laughs> Winter Soldier is the next... Uh, the next Captain America. Yeah. It's Bucky. It's his best friend, for God's sake. That makes perfect sense. To me, it's. He has the, a bionic arm and has the same super soldier serum that he had. That's My true. God. 
Um, <laughs> I think that there's some contract situation involved here. I mean, it's not even a contract situation. It's just the writers and figuring out how to do it. I mean, no. there's a reason. Everything is done with super intention. So yeah. I'm sure. So I don't know how far in advance each, the whole thing was thought out. Like, I know for a fact that in Iron Man 1, they did not know what was happening in Endgame. That script wasn't written. Those people weren't born yet. There's, it a, was loose, just there's, there's a, understanding. a loose understanding, yes. But not like, and then this movie, this movie, this movie, well, this movie. Well, the next, the movie's the next, I think, four or five years are laid out already. Of course. But they weren't laid out in 2008. They were just trying this out and trying to figure out if this was going to work. In 2008, I think phases one and two were laid out. No, sir. No, sir. 2008, they didn't even know if that, if... No, if, no, no. Whether or not definitely get, lot two. Whether or not they'll get to phase two is a different story. They didn't even have phase two. When Feige, is that how you pronounce his name? Mm-hmm. Feige? Feige. Feige. Feige says in the story that I read that in 2008, it's just, let's see if this Iron Man thing works. No plan. Mm. Just let's see if this works. And we'll see. Let's see if, if Robert Downey Jr. gets to set every day without being drunk. Like literally no idea of phases or anything. Just can this movie work? And it did. And they made one more. I don't think it was until, I think they were doing one-offs until like the end of phase one. Well, phase one is like five movies. Mm-hmm. Phase one is Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, the Avenger, the first Avenger, and then the Avengers. Mm-hmm. That's phase one. Right. And I think after that, they started looking outward, but they couldn't really look that far ahead. There's too much. You don't have any casting. You don't have any scripts. You can't just be like, give me a script for Thor. You know, how it takes years to get a proper script. And then Marvel has to sign off on it. And then Sony has to sign off. I don't know how they did it. I do not know how they mapped I mean, this out the, all the way to four phases. It's easily the greatest 23 movies. feat ever accomplished in Hollywood, in my opinion. Uh, 20-something movies. I guess you never saw Jaws. I will. Say, I never saw Jaws. I will I've seen Jaws. Definitely not going to see Jaws. Dun, dun. No, I guess it is. I don't know. I don't know what other feats have happened in Hollywood. Hey, they, they, there's a world where they, they do the MCU and they say part 23 of the MCU, which is essentially what this is. Wait, what do you mean? There's a world where they say what? This is part MCU. You mean phase? No, no, MCU, the 23rd sequel. These are all sequels, ultimately. Oh, 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 yeah. To pull all stuff together. That's true. That's unprecedented. That's true. Are we really going to say, are you going to lean into that? This is the biggest feat of um, Hollywood in all of all of the 150 years of Hollywood? The MCU universe is the biggest feat? Cre- it's creation and, it, and the continuity and all the things that went into it. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm not saying that the, it, I'm not saying the MCU is the best movie ever made, or anyone is the greatest thing in, that has ever existed. The feat of creating these twenty some odd movies that tie in together and create an entire universe is an. I don't know that there's a feat larger than that. It's a lot. In Hollywood, it's a lot, and some would say it's easier. There's a million movie. There are a million individual movies that are better than any MCU movie. Of course, 
But there are people who would say that because the origin stories are there and because they have the comics to work with, that that would make it easier. But I think in some ways it's probably even harder to know that you have to be somewhat faithful to these 40-year-old books. There, I have an encyclopedia of Marvel superheroes. And this is from, I don't know how long ago, and I think my son has it now. There are probably, I'm going to say, three to 500 superheroes and villains in that book alone. Mm-hmm. And that's not even all of them. To call and figure out who was going to be in these movies and figure out how to pull back and keep true to the comic books just enough to make the comic book heads happy and do it so that the folks coming in who don't know comic books are also happy and involved. And which one is more, which audience is more valuable? The ones, the comic book people or the ones who are not comic book fans? The ones who are not. There's far more of them. Of course. But as soon, but there's also, it, it doesn't take a lot of people to make a lot of noise. No, and, it doesn't. And to, Vocal minority, I think right. we call that. And they will blow shit up to the point where you the, the, the folks who are lay people won't even get to enjoy it or be a part mm-hmm. of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to balance those two, because whatever you're nerdy about, you can be a basketball nerd, a comic book nerd, a documentary nerd, whatever you're nerdy about, you can be an asshole in defense of this thing that you love. Of course. And comic books are no different than any of those things. So this it's that core group could have disrupted the entire thing easily and and devalued the entire franchise. So to burn that balance to me is amazing. I'm still not gonna say it's the most fantastic feat in all Give me one better. I don't know. Until you give me one better. I yeah. Do you want to hear one of the continuity errors? Because I found it. Tell me both. Oh, yeah. And I read it. He's not my father, Gamora says in Guardians of the Galaxy. When Thanos took my home world, he killed my parents in front of me. He tortured me, turned me into a weapon. And later, Nova Corpsman Roman mentions that Gamora is the last surviving member of her species. But this doesn't line up with what we learned about her in Infinity War. In a flashback, we see that Thanos takes her from her mother, no father in sight but then distracts her as his minions slaughter half of her people, as is the warlord's M.O. If the rest of her people do end up extinct at a later date, that was either bad luck or extreme carelessness. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Ouch. Yeah. I remember that now. It's not really as devastating as I thought it would right. be. Um, and then the other one was something about uh, Iron Man's, what is it called right here? His reactor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's reactor. some scene where he's you can't see it. And you can always see it or something. So Sure. Let that be 20, the two biggest. <laughs> 23 movies. Right. 23 movies. So this was a big debate um, with Infinity War and Endgame. Was Thanos right? Was Thanos right mm-hmm. about if you kill half the population, everybody will be better off? Mm-hmm. No. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. How does that work? More resources, more... So and, and half the people... If you erase the memories of the people left, sure. Well, that's why he says the next go-around in Endgame is like, I have to wipe out everybody because as long as they remember, we're always going to have issues. Right. Um, 
Rod. Hey, Rod. It's been he, a minute. And I, I, I'm sure this has probably been said multiple times, but he was the first time I saw it. His question was, why didn't Thanos just double the resources? Oh, he could. Because he was evil. Right? Well, that's the question. Is he evil? You mean double the resources without snapping people? Double the resources necessary to accommodate the life that exists. So that you don't have to snap half the people. Either get rid of half the people or double the resources. Right. Right. It's a good question. But he's a villain. And it's a movie. And and we did the same thing with Killmonger. Was Killmonger right? Killmonger was right. I'm Mm. team Killmonger all day. And, And ultimately, so was Black Panther. That's why he decided to be a part of the mission partially because Killmonger, of Killmonger. Yeah. yeah for mm-hmm. sure and I mean also he killed his father and all that but well he didn't kill his father but his father killed his father um but there were some parts that I felt like eh, I don't know I don't know the the last movie there were so many loose ends that needed to be tied up that it was sort of exhausting like um, that weren't tied up or needed that were mm-hmm. they, everything was tied up mm-hmm. but it almost felt like okay now let's go back and let's show this and tie this up and now Iron Man's dead let everyone have this sweeping scene like I was ready for the movie to be over after Iron Man died and we're at his funeral I right. thought that was really well done everybody's there mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is there but the stones have to go back right Cap has to do what he does. I know. And then it was like, oh, God, I got to get all these other things taken care of before this movie's going to be over. (laughs) Iron Man is dead. How Mm -hmm. dare we still carry on? (laughs) We can't carry on while he's gone. Um, But we do. Mm -hmm. We carry on. We didn't even have a ceremony for for Black Widow. Where's her funeral? Mm. All he did was put their heads down. Right. While they were surrounded at the time zone reactor thing. They just all looked down and was sad. <laughs> and then went about their business. She did not get a proper send off. Where's her body even? Well, her body's uh, at the bottom of the cliff. Can we just... There's nobody. Can we have a, a, a ceremony? Can we have a, some type of memorial for 12 movies? <laughs> I'm just saying. They might have. We, we don't know. Um... Yeah, there was still a lot to do, and mm-hmm. I started to get a little bit, because Iron Man's death really was a lot. Right. So I get through the funeral, and now I need to get invested to Ant-Man and the Wasp and people doing things. I was just kind of like- Well, Wasp uh, was before. Whatever. <laughs> Whoever was after. Uh, That was Spider-Man. Spider-Man was the last movie in the- No, I don't mean, I mean in that movie. Oh, okay. Between- Iron Man dying and the end of the movie, there's right. still a lot of things on the to-do list. And I was just kind of... It goes back to, again, uh, Mo' Better Blues, those last 15 minutes that... Oh, God. <laughs> which was actually five minutes. I'll take those... I'll take the... Um, I'll take the... The Marvel last 15 minutes over the Mo' Better, Blue, Mo Better Blues 15 minutes any day. But yeah. again... But again... I, Pepper... Even in the last movie, even when she was crying, I was like, yeah, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. You you sell people Yanni eggs. You know what a Yanni egg is? Yoni, yes. That's what she does. And that's what I see when she comes on the screen. Yanni eggs. Uh, Yoni. I've heard good things about the Yoni eggs. but Nothing goes in there. <laughs> you didn't hear anything good about it. Because nothing, absolutely nothing should go in there except icicles and penises. How did we get here? What's going on? Oh, dear. 
Sorry. Also, you need to explain that <laughs> meant actual icicles. <laughs> not actual icicles because that would be painful. Um, We're not doing this now. We're not. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Check out the last episode, last two episodes of Good Talk. I'm just saying that when I see Gwyneth Paltrow, I don't see Pepper Potts. I mm-hmm. see Gwyneth Paltrow. Period. She falls into the uh, Will Smith category of acting. What do you know about Yanni Eggs? Yoni. I know how to say it. Yeah. Will Smith? Um, Will Smith is above. In terms of it's Gwyneth Paltrow playing. Doing this. Right. She even got inside the Iron Man suit. She, she didn't get inside suit. the Iron Man suit. She had I mean, her own. She had her own suit. Yeah. That's, that was some. Funny. I know. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. I remember that. I don't know. That. Anyway. Um, yeah. I did it. I made it. It was good. It was a good time. I don't know. Unfortunately, I do have a really bad memory, and I really can do all of this again from scratch. <laughs> In a year, and it'll all be like new, mm-hmm. and you'll be really disturbed by it. Um, we're gonna do like a memento, like yeah. I'm writing stuff on your arm, right? Did you see that movie? <laughs> I saw some of it, I didn't finish it. It's such a fucking oh my god, that movie's insane! It's like on a list, but that's that's happened to me before where you know I'm sitting with someone watching a movie and I'm excited and I'm just completely in. And then the person says, you know, you saw this. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. Yeah, here's the stuff. We went to the movies and we saw this. You saw this. So it's possible that I can just watch them all again in a year or less. Enjoy. Will you watch them again with me? I'm all, So I don't know if I'm going to go through every single movie with you again, but I'm definitely down to sit down and watch a what? Marvel movie. Ragnarok? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Uh, I'm so it's the ones that the obvious skips. I'm skipping Iron Man two, I'm skipping Hulk, I'm not doing Ant Man. Um, but Ant Man was so fun. I'm, I I his, saw it once. His I'm friend was so funny. Yeah, and so Ant Man the first time is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. The second time was like, eh, we're, we're here. I'm here for you. But when he gets big, that's Civil War. Oh, I'm here for Civil War. Okay. Um, he gets big in another movie too, Spider Man. No. No, he gets big in Endgame. Yes, bigger. Yes. Yes. So, Ant Man is a free thing with all the stuff going on. Sure, I don't need the Ant Man movies at this point. Uh, I don't need to do that again. Um, What's his name? Who? The actor who plays Ant Man. Oh, it slips me right now. I'm Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Sometimes she's just like the eternally young Paul Rudd. Um, I don't know there are a lot of movies I'm skipping. I'm probably not doing so I'll, I'll watch uh the first um Captain America with you. I'll watch the Thors if you decide to watch the Thors. Those are not ones I'm necessarily seeking out in terms of watching is, the MCU. Is again. Captain America the first Avenger in origin film? Yes. I'm here for it. And it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. You at didn't all. ask me who my favorite Marvel character is. Oh, who's your favorite Marvel character? Bucky. How? What? How? Hmm. I like Bucky. Interesting. Well, Iron Man is my favorite superhero, but in terms of just the characters and the plot lines and all that, Bucky, that boy acted the hell out of that Winter Soldier, yo. Hmm. I was here for it. I like Bucky, and he's cute. He could get it. So that's always helpful. 
hair. I don't, I don't know, know how old he hair. is. I don't know how old he is. So I, I feel like now I'm old enough where I need to say that. Like, um, as long as he's 35 and up, which he probably isn't. But just get used to the fact that nobody's ever going to be old enough. <sighs> Robert Downey Jr. is. He's yeah, my he's, age. He's older than mm-hmm. us. Nah, he's like our, he's like my age. He may be older than you. Hey Google, how old is Robert Downey Jr. 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 Robert Downey Jr. is fifty-five years old. God damn. Hmm. He's older than us. Yep. That's why he said I'm tired of doing this movie. <laughs> no wonder he let himself get killed off. I'm Shit. tired. I'm done. <laughs> We're in the He looks scene. great. Yeah. Although it was funny, if you look at f- the first movie and the last movie, you can see it. You it's can like see that. how many years have passed. You can see it like the Obama when people show his first oh, and last man. year in office. Yeah. Ooh, presidency fucked him up. Pregnancy. I mean, pregnancy. The presidency fucks everybody up. Yeah, if you it look does. At, I mean, if you get two terms, if you get two terms, it's a wrap for it's you. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I um, I think I told you this offline before, but I just really have a strong um thing for robert downey jr um what's the word not a thing like that not a he could get it thing um he can't get it he could get it Mm -hmm. sure i guess in the right light (laughs) i mean i don't do um anyway (laughs) that was about to go someplace else um oh no he could get it i'm looking at a picture of him at comic-con I mean, this is 2014. Mm-hmm. Six years, you know, the years double up on you as time goes on. So I don't know about that. But uh, because he's in recovery, oh, so lame. I made it almost this close, almost this close without recovery somehow being in an episode of something I fucking talk about. I fucking hate <laughs> it. I hate it. Um, to be fair, I don't know how you don't in terms of Robert Downey Jr., because it's such a big part of his story. It is, but it's such it's such a big part of my story that um, I don't like. I'd rather not, but mm-hmm. I already have. Um, he has always been. I guess it's okay to say this. It's okay to say this. He's very much a part of the program, but. Um, I was doing a lot of work in L.A. at one time, and I, he was an attendee at the a, the AA meeting I went to there. It was mm-hmm. walking distance from my hotel. And, you know, in L.A., first of all, you never, nobody's ever like, oh, look, there's so-and-so. It's, like it's just like, whatever. Um, and in particularly in AA, one of the beauty, one of the beauty, beautiful things of it is that it's super not that. Right. Like, anybody's going, Eminem can walk into a meeting, and no one's going to be like, look. Oh, He's going to sit there and do what he's going to do and be out, whatever. So I would see him really often there. And there was something super pure and super. And this is like, I'm I'm very newly sober. And so he's about a year. I'm about a year behind him. And he moved and he spoke and he carried himself like, I don't even have the words for it. Just super pure. Mm-hmm. That's all I could say. Just super pure. Even on the heels of this is on the heels of Iron Man being whatever. Right. Just just a really warm and genuine and I'm gonna make this coffee because I'm a coffee maker. Like when you're newly sober, you have to have a, a 
job to do. Mm-hmm. Either you are the greeter and you stand there and you tell people where to sit, or you make coffee, or what was your you, job? Uh, I've had several since I relapsed, but um, I genuinely would want to be the coffee maker. I'm not gonna be the greeter. I, <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> I don't want to be gr- the greeter as a normal sober person. Right. You can imagine that <laughs> I'm still drunk. Me, it's not gonna be the greeter. Um, I'm a coffee maker. You're Hancock. Basically, I'm going to make the coffee. I'm going to clean up after. I always wanted to clean up after because you get to get up five minutes before it's over and you don't have to do the hand-holding. So that was my way to get out of that. Is that how it ends? Yeah. You've never been to an AA meeting, have you? Mm-mm. You should come to one. Let's yeah. Go. At the very end, well, in COVID-19 days, um, they don't have right. meetings at all. But normally- We just hold you, our hands out. Right. Just six <laughs> feet apart. So normally you hold hands mm-hmm. and they, depending on where you are geographically, if you're here, they'll do the Lord's Prayer, which drives me crazy. If you're on the West Coast, they'll do uh, the Serenity Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. And you squeeze each other's hands at the end and you, whatever, which I always hated. Right. So um, So as somebody who is, I want to say, a, I don't want to say a church kid, but who attended church fairly regularly over the years. Passing a piece was never my thing. I didn't want to shake everybody's hands. Passing the piece? So they call it passing a piece. So it was a break in the course of the service mm-hmm. where everybody kind of walks around, mills about like, oh my peace God. be with you. Peace I remember you. I did that when peace I went to you. church with you. Yeah. When your your godson was... Yes. Christian. Not my favorite. Not here for and, it. And, and at least then you stood in place and kind of... Just, hey, hey. Catholic churches, you stay in place. Mm-hmm. Typically, with Baptist churches, passing the pieces of 45 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. You're getting up like, and you're yeah. walking around and you're. And let's gossip and right. hey, Passing the piece. Right. Yes. Nah. So, this the a, the end of an AA meeting isn't quite that irritating, but it's irritating enough. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're newly in recovery and you're going through all types of emotions and shit. Right. The one thing you probably could use, a squeeze hand, is probably the last thing that you actually want. Mm. Um, so, I happened to see him at different meetings in the in LA during the time that I was out there and he just always stuck out to me. He would have stuck out to me had I not known who he was. He had that sort of aura about him. Right. Um and I've just always been rooting for him um to be okay. So, and the, uh, this question doesn't even need to be asked. Asked but for the sake of show we're going to do it anyway. Um the MCU mm-hmm. in its totality, mm-hmm. fresh or stale? Oh, gosh. Fresh. This is like not popcorn from the bodega that's in this building. Mm-hmm. This is popcorn from the supermarket, movie theater butter, it says on it. Mm-hmm. And this is popping that popcorn and then melting salted butter separately and pouring it on top of what is already movie theater butter. That's what we're working with. There you go. So I have to figure out the next movie. So the goal was we to... We already know the next movie. We did, but now I'm like, I don't know. So the, You're going to be watching Purple Rain. No, it's my turn. Oh, that's right. Shoot, this is a standalone. Yeah. Got this it. Is, right. It was so Idlewild, but... The plan was Idlewild. I'm yep. a little iffy on Idlewild. Um, the... The plan for the show was to announce it a week in advance. So for the three people who are listening, <laughs> they can possibly catch the movie or be prepped or whatever else. Right. So I feel like I need to make a decision 
um, of what to do. I feel like you had a lot of different options. A lot of different options. And we and because of the show now, we talk about all these different movies. Like, you didn't see this? Oh, on the list right. and everything else. Um, fuck it. We'll do it out a while. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you... Hi, Ireland. <laughs> if you're listening... What's up, Ireland? Uh, if you're listening and you decide that you want to join us next week and whatever else we're doing out a while next week um it's big boy and andre from outcast their feature film um it's one that i particularly enjoyed it's a musical ultimately mm-hmm. um it's just a good time did like, you ever see annie yes Shoot. um the 1983 version with eileen quinn is annie as opposed to all the other Covigenay. millions. Well, yeah. As opposed to that. Blaney. And the <laughs> <laughs> why did you see that movie? No. So why would you say that? Because it's Black Annie. Oh, I thought you meant like Blandy, like no. it was bland. No. Because I can't say Blacky. <laughs> That's not gonna work. Because <laughs> Blandy would actually. Mm. Um, so, you know, we'll do Out of Wild. Um, yeah. Stale popcorn. Good times. Good times. MCU. If you haven't watched the MCU. Watch all of them. Watch all of them today. Watch all 23 without stopping. All right. See you all next week. Ouch.